Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. Happy summer evening. Isn't it awesome that summer's finally here? I love summer, I have to admit. I'm surprised to see as many of you here. I'm not, no, just kidding. Um, I have a very, very simple message uh, tonight. It's not very deep, so you're probably like, yay. Um, About the Lord's Prayer. And um, I grew up in a Lutheran church, and I don't know how many of denominational church. And the Lord's Prayer was part of every service, right? And you just kind of, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and you just kind of repeated it and everything like that. And for whatever reason, I don't know. I mean, I am not, I have to admit, prayer is not my strength. But perhaps God's been talking to me about prayer. I've just been thinking a lot about it. And I've been thinking about what is... What is Jesus trying to teach from a priority perspective in the Lord's Prayer? So I've actually called this the Lord's Priorities when it it comes to prayer. So I was just wondering if we could take a look at this for a couple minutes together and have some fun and um, be encouraged in his word. So the text I'm going to use is Matthew 6, 6 through 15. So you can turn there in your Bibles. Um, But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things that you have before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Okay. Our Father in heaven... Our Father, I think it's interesting that when he's talking about prayer, you know, Jesus says, this is how you should pray. And he's talking about going into your own room and praying. So I have a question for you. Why is he starting with our? Shouldn't it be mine? Or why, why our? And it's not in the singular, is it? It is plural. And I'm just wondering if when we approach God, that it isn't just all about us, is it? Father, not Lord, God, Master, Judge. He, you know, he uses this relational word that's a close relationship. Father. And when I think about my father, my dad, you know, it's um, love, trust, approachable. <clears throat> I don't have to have permission to call him. 
right? Um, just unconditional love, right, that, that you have from um, a father to a, a son or a daughter. And I have to admit that it's not an easy bridge to get to sometimes for some of us that raised just Lord, if you don't understand what I mean. But he's get, he starts off our father, he, meaning a relationship. He, he's a special, he wants a special relationship, right? And he's looking forward to talking with us. You know, I had my mom and dad over this, this week. And they, they just were looking forward to talking to us. Sometimes, I have to admit in my own brain, and maybe it's just me, you guys, but sometimes I'm like, well, maybe do I have to get in line for God? No. He, he's looking forward to talking to us. He wants to talk to us. Don't worry, I'm not going to go through this word by word. I promise. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I promise. You'll be out of here plenty early. In heaven, I guess I am. Um, there is more to this world, isn't there? In heaven. You know, our Father's in heaven, He is heavenly minded. And um, he wants us to be heavenly minded, you know, when we come to him. Unfortunately, we live on this earth, and a lot of times we are earthly minded, aren't we? You know, um, there is more to this life than heaven. So, our Father in heaven. And I was thinking about this what kind of statement is this? Is this a, a request? You can answer. What you, so when I say, our Father in heaven, it's, it, it's just, it's a statement, right? When, when you take a look at, a lot at this prayer, a lot of it is a statement of truth. Our Father in heaven. I'm uh, spending quite a bit of time in Psalms right now. And, you know, a lot of the Psalms are prayers from David. And a lot of his Psalms are just truth. Sometimes when we don't know what to pray, I think we can just talk about the truth. God hears that, you know. So this is the first priority that I came away with. God desires a special relationship with us in heaven. Simple. That's the first priority in prayer. God desires a special relationship with us in heaven. Not a friend relationship. Not a, oh, I know that guy relationship. A father-daughter relationship right? A family relationship, a close relationship. (laughs) 
Hallowed be your name. God's name is holy. Isn't it awesome? Isn't it awesome to know God's name? How many of your friends that you talk to don't know his name? They say they know God, right? And that, this, this isn't a oneness message, but um, whole, you know, getting back, holy means greatly revered or honored, perfect in goodness and righteousness. So we are a people of the name. We're related to the name, which makes us heirs to heaven, right? Again, another statement. It isn't a request. Holy is your name. I was thinking about... um, why would Jesus just have us make these statements that are just truth? Why? Do you think, doesn't God know that? Why would, he, why would he have us pray something that God already knows? Is it, you think we're, it's to get his attention? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think we have to do anything to get his attention. I I think it's about getting our minds straight. You know, so when we're approaching him, that's my father. I can do this in confidence. I know that he loves me. I know that I bear his name. You know, there's a special relationship there. So I do, I think a lot of it is just about getting our mind straight about who we're talking to and our relationship with him, which is why he instructs us not to exactly pray those words, but we can use any truth in prayer, can't we? To help get our minds straight. And this is my next, the next priority that I think he wants us to understand access to heaven is through a relationship with his name I told you this was simple access to heaven is through a relationship with his name isn't it your kingdom come what kind of statement is this your kingdom come Is that a request? Your kingdom come. It's about his kingdom, not my kingdom. We talk a lot about our kingdoms, that's for sure. It's top of mind for most of us. (laughs) It is, right? I think God's up there probably chuckling right now. Saying, yep, Kevin. (laughs) 
It's for sure with you. Prayer is about his kingdom touching our lives. Let your kingdom come into our life. What's interesting is when you take a look at Jesus and everything that he talked about, he talked about the kingdom of God. And all of the messages that he taught was about the kingdom. In fact, when he went and told the disciples to preach the good news of the kingdom, right? Your kingdom come. I think it's actually kind of a command. That's a deep subject. Can we command God to let his kingdom come? I don't know. It's an interesting statement. And the, the next segment is just like it. Your will be done. I wrote down this definition of will. The faculty by which a person decides and initiates action. A deliberate or fixed desire. Again, it's your, right? Your will. Wait a minute, I thought I'm praying to God and I have all these requests. But it isn't about me. It's about him. It's about his name, his kingdom, and now it's about his will. Wait a minute, I thought, I thought, I thought this was about me. It's tough having his will be done, isn't it? We want our will to be done. All those prayers that we just prayed, Pastor, they were awesome prayers. We, and we, we want that, right? But at the end of the day, let his will be done, right? Let his will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, You know, God's, (laughs) just think what heaven is like. His will is always done. Always. It's always done in heaven. Just think what it would be like here if his will was done here. Just think about that. Just think if when we walked into just this building, his will was being done in our lives. He wants his kingdom to come to our lives with his will on earth. He does. He wants that for us. You know, it's a request to God, right? But really, who are we talking to? Don't we have, we're part of this equation, aren't we? 
huge part of it. On earth that is in heaven. Do you know that heaven is the only word that is repeated twice in this prayer? Did you ever think about that? It's twice, it's mentioned twice as often as earth. That was kind of a joke, but you guys missed that one. So this is what I have for his third priority. His kingdom coming down from heaven into our own lives in which his will is done while we are on earth. That's his, that's his will. Give us this day our daily bread. Finally! Something for us! Isn't this fun? Oh boy, what did you do on Wednesday night? I had to go listen to Brother Marty. (sighs) This day. Give us this day. Today. This unique day. Am I making a point? Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year. This day. This unique day. Boy, do we get consumed with tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. In fact, I wonder about how many of our prayers are about next week, next month, next year. And it's not this day. This day about his will being done in here, his kingdom coming down in here, his name being preached here, he being looked at a father here, this day. Right? Our daily bread, oh, This is about snowmobiles and food and lobster. What do you guys think? What do you think he's talking about here? What's that? Give us this day our daily bread. When he's talking about bread. His word, right? You know, I have to admit, I'm like, okay, that's when he's talking about food and our daily... No, it's not. It's about his word. Daily word. Every day. We need his word every day. It's funny, the first thing that he tells us to pray for is right in front of us. Right? For the most of us. It is right in front of us. And it's the first thing that he wants us to pray for is his word. Hmm. Our bread, too. 
plural again. Not my bread. Our bread. She's really, you know, I really... And I was debating with myself as I was kind of going through this. Well, maybe he was just, you know, saying this to his disciples and he was using these plurals. But then he's talking about being alone in that room. Our bread. Give it to all of us. Praying for our brothers and sisters. Keeping our brothers and sisters in mind. You know, those that don't know God. Give them their daily bread. Give us an opportunity to to give them some bread, even if it's a small amount, right? We can do that. It doesn't cost that much for us. Forgive us our debts. It's interesting that after the word comes forgiveness. What's also interesting is our debts to God are more important than the debts against us. You get that? Our debts between us and God, between me and God, are more important than what John did to Kevin. He's more concerned about that debt. Forgive us our debts. For the most of us that have our daily provisions, house and clothing, and and that's awesome that God has done this. I'm, I'm not making light of it. It is. What is the biggest problem in our lives? Some, I, I almost think it's relationships. You know, and I think that we take a lot of that stuff to God. I I know that I do. I mean, you know, especially at work. (laughs) I don't know. You know, relationships are tough. And sometimes they go to the top of the list. Before the relationship, before heaven, you know, before his name, it, it just goes to the top of the list. As, as we forgive our debtors, What kind of statement is that? It is. It's like, okay, you're going to forgive, forgive, forgive us our debts as, as. It's, this is what I said to myself. I'm almost making a contract with God. Okay, you're going to forgive me. And I am going to forgive those who have debts against me. It's not when I get around or feel like it or something like that. Man. You know, if we, did, if we had more forgiveness, 
Would I even need to take that stuff to God? You know what I mean? What would it be like if we just allowed forgiveness to be saturated into our lives? What would that be like? What would it be like for somebody to walk in here and they just feel the forgiveness? Where it starts with us knowing first that he forgave us. Is this making any sense? There's quite a bit in there, isn't it? And I'm no scholar. That is for sure. (laughs) Right. Brother Frazier's like, amen, brother. So this is the next priority that I had. Providing us with his daily word and living with forgiveness of sins between me and him and between those around us, I should say, not me, right? It's interesting that the top two things that God wants us to pray for are his word and forgiveness. Those are the top two things that he wants, that he wants us asking him for. His word in our lives and forgiveness. Perhaps it's because he knew all these other things would come to him. But in the scriptures ahead of this, he says, your father knows what you need before you even ask it. He said that. Do not lead us in temptation. This has been interesting. I've always thought about this as a little boy. What do you think he's saying there? What, what, kind, of, what kind of statement is that? Brother Frazier, you've been on on the rest of them. Isn't it fun? Put Brother Frazier on the spot. Do not lead us into temptation. You think that's a request? What is that? I got another scripture here that I didn't give the cliff, so, or the cliff isn't even back there. Shelly's back there. James 1 3. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. So does God ever tempt anybody? Why would Jesus pray that? I think it's a statement. I think it's another truth. Lead us not into temptation. God never leads us into temptation. What's the next what's the next verse? But deliver us from evil. He is the deliverer from temptation. He is the savior. Right? <clears throat> Will we be tempted? I do think that 
He wants us to be aware that we will be tempted and that he is the deliverer. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Temptation, you know, sometimes temptation is all about our earthly kingdom, isn't it? And it's about glory here, power here, wealth here, whatever. And I just think it's interesting that he's reminding us again, for yours, it's, that's where we're really going to find it, folks. And if we, if we remember that it's in his kingdom, that it's guaranteed, you know? I was reading Psalm, uh, I think it was Psalm 15 this morning. In your kingdom are pleasures forevermore. You know? In his kingdom is the power and the glory. We don't have to, we don't have to strive to have it here. We, we think we have to get it sometimes, and that's what's tempting, isn't it? But he is the deliverer. He can help, he can deliver us from that. And his kingdom is eternal. Boy, we, life is short. Your friend was reminded of that this week. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. This day. So this is my, the priority, this is the final priority that I came away with. Jesus is the only savior and it is in his kingdom we will find power and glory that will last forever and ever. We don't have to search for it. We don't have to try to go get it. It's given to us through the name. You know? Okay. So, now's the test. You know, Kevin likes tests. What was the first priority? What? God desires a special relationship with us. Where? In heaven. What was the next one? What's the next priority? Very good. You get a one gold star. What's the next, what's the next one that we talked about? His name, right? Access to, ne- we're related Access to heaven is through a relationship with his great name. Isn't it awesome that we get to know the name of Jesus? Isn't it awesome that we were baptized in his name? Isn't it awesome that we bear our father's name? We should never be afraid to pray. He is our father. What's the next priority? 
No, not. His kingdom coming down to heaven. His kingdom coming down to heaven and touching our lives. Yes, will is in there. If we let go of our will, his kingdom can touch our earthly life. What's the next one? <laughs> hey, all right, brother, I love you. What do we get? Our daily bread. And? And it's not just bread. We get forgiveness of sins. And what's the last thing he wants us to remember? That he is our deliverer and that his kingdom, in his kingdom, he's got a kingdom waiting for us, folks. And, it, and in it is power and glory and it's awesome. And guess what? It's not temporal. It's going to last forevermore. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just appreciate the opportunity to get together with you, O oh Lord God. And we just pray, dear Lord God, as a body that your will is done in this organization, O oh Lord God, and that you can touch people's lives, O oh Lord God, hallelujah, that your name is taught, O oh Lord, and that they come and they get to be fed, dear Lord God, on a regular day basis, and that they receive forgiveness of sins, dear Lord God, and that they get to learn about living in a kingdom that has no end, O oh Lord God, and we'll give you the praise. And- Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.